If the Yankees were to go after Shohei Otani this season, what would a trade look like? Let's explore some options on today's Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias, and I'd like you to know that today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Skip trips to the ghost grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MLB60 and use code MLB60 for 60% off plus free shipping with me as always is my producer steve granado steve what do we have for everyone today Ooh, we got a big one stacy this is a big one um we're going to talk a little bit about this angels yankees series that is starting here tonight three games set the halos in town uh, for the only time this year uh, but we got to talk about a potential otani trade so for new viewers new listeners I'm an Angels fan. Stacy, obviously, a Yankees fan. So this is this is right up our alleys, right? <laughs> um, so for a potential trade to happen here, there's a couple of things I wanted to get out front here early. Following the Angels and all the ups and downs, let's say, of what it has been like over the last two years with Shohei Otani. Um, obviously, on the field, tons of ups. Um, <laughs> Off the field, tons of downs. Uh, not with Shohei himself, to be clear. Right. So the we're going to talk about this in a second, but the unwillingness to potentially move from sh- on from Shohei in a trade sense from the Angels makes this whole talk a little tricky. So I wanted to get that out front right away. Um, but if the Angels were to want to move on in a trade sense, remember his contract is done at the end of the year, and I think that's a major sticking point here we'll talk about in a second. But I've laid out a rubric, Stacy, that I think would kind of be the tipping point or, or, or kind of like the starting point for what the Angels would be asking for. Hmm. Um, that rubric, I think, personally, is two major leaguers, potentially with at least two years of control. They don't have to be like bona fide, ridiculous or anything like that. They need two major leaguers a top-end prospect, and then a middling back-end prospect. Hmm. I think last season, had the Angels wanted to move on from Shohei, I think a trade would have included probably one or two more prospects in there. Okay. But so, again, with the contract ending this year at the end of 2023, you obviously don't have to give as much to get that much. So going along with my rubric, the two major leaguers, a top-end prospect, and a middling or a back-end prospect, you know, middle – you know, your 25th, your 30th, maybe just unranked, one of those guys. My trade proposal is Glaber. He's at, done at the end of the season, right? Contract ends. Michael King, who has two arbitration years left. The Angels really need some help in the bullpen. Hmm. And I feel like the Yankees could part with Michael King and not feel awful about it. They have right-handed options. Hmm. Um, I... I Originally had Clay Holmes there. And then I went, I think that's a little too much. Oswald Peraza is the main centerpiece of this trade. You, what you're really saying is show hay for Oswald <laughs> in reality uh, over the long haul. And Matt Sauer, a right-handed starter uh, who's down in double A right now. 
That's my trade. Torres, King, Peraza, Sauer for Shohei. Your thoughts on that trade initially, Stacey? Yeah, initially, that looks good to me because I forgot about the whole he's basically done after this year and he's a free agent. So the Yankees wouldn't have to give up as much as you would think they would for Shohei Otani. Um, I was thinking Glaber Torres as well. So I agree with that. But yeah, that doesn't seem like a bad, I mean, Shohei Otani is an otherworldly player. And, you know, the Yankees used to do moves like this where they trade for like some guy in the middle of the season to help with a playoff run. And could you imagine if they did that with Shohei Otani? Yeah. I mean, that would be insane. He's and even an if they got start, him for yeah. the one half of the year and he did something yeah. to help them, it would be amazing. I think in this trade proposal too, I feel that, um, your flex pieces, depending on what point of the year you're into, would mm -hmm. be king and sour. I think you would want Torres to fill the hole, especially if a guy like Drury went down or a guy like Renfro went down. Um, you know, you, the Angels don't really know what they're getting out of David Fletcher anymore right now. Um, so I think Michael King and Peraza are kind of like there is no shoving or I think an arm in the bullpen is just so crucial for the angels. They need that so bad and they want a top end prospect and Peraza's so close. Like he is so, so close and he's there right now. Um, but I think also depending on the, the time of the season, Matt Sauer could be a throw out, just get rid of it. And it could be something like Torres King and Peraza. Yeah. Okay. Because when we were coming up with this I, I like you had said you know he's done after this year and I forgot about that whole thing because I figured yeah. you know for show hey the Yankees would have to give up a lot more but if they're only potentially having him for a half a season before he goes yeah. to free agency and someone else wows him with a contract because we know the Yankees might not be able to do that yeah, yeah. they wouldn't be giving up that much um not be willing to do that right not, they can do that everybody can do that everybody they can do would that. not be willing to right um stacy your potential trade that you'd like to pitch Oof. well all right i think glaber because we've been talking about glaber being a trade piece basically. yeah that seems like an obvious that seems like an obvious since we started the show together we've been talking about them probably trading glaber at some point um you know, if it's not Peraza, but I think it probably will be, maybe Jason Dominguez. But I don't know. I don't feel like he's high enough of a prospect for them to take him. And if they can't do Peraza, maybe they pair Dominguez off with someone else to yeah. make it like they're getting a big prospect. But the two of them yeah. together, like something like that. But I can't think of someone. Um, but they need pitching, so maybe... <laughs> <laughs> well, so they don't they don't necessarily need starters. That's why mm. Matt Sauer in my mind or a Richard Fitz, like kind of that level right. of guy, could you know high A, maybe double A guy. That's kind of where my mind was at. Not a guy yeah. that's triple A needs to be there now, like you know, Sean Boyle or a Matt Crook or anything like that. I don't think the Angels would be looking for something that heavy. Right. Um, if they got a major league reliever. Um mm. but yeah, I think Volpe's a non-starter. Oh, definitely not. No. Volpe's a non-starter. Yeah. The Yankees would would not do that. No. That's why I picked Peraza. Yeah, I think out of those two, I mean, obviously, Volpe's with the team, and I don't, I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, it feels like Peraza, um, you know, I don't think they would do Peraza Dominguez. I feel like no. that's too No, that's much. too much. That's too much yeah. for a half a year. Yeah. If I think it last were, season, like yeah. last June, maybe Definitely. last May. Yeah. <laughs> You get a full season 
and then some. They would have stick. So, they would have stuck those boy boys into an actual catapult and pulled catapulted them yeah. into the West Coast if the Angels had wanted that at some point last year. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, that easily. Yeah, there there is no there is no Volpe Peraza. That is a non-starter for the Yankees. There's no way they would do that. Um, I think a Cabrera move would also likely not want to benefit the Yankees at that mm. point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but so this, this this is, again, the part of the conversation I wanted to have, too, is the unlikelihood that Shohei gets moved. So last year, when all this trade talk was already starting to buzz, right, about maybe, you know, it was more media form than it was actual insider information. Right. But Artie Moreno has, for what we know, explicitly told his general manager, Perry Benazian, don't trade him. <laughs> not even don't trade him don't even explore the option right so it's a non-starter from the get-go it seems um and again as the season goes on and the angels are in contention not content in contention you know if they're not then eh, maybe they open it up hmm. if they are non-starter right because they still feel like they can get them back Sorry, my dog shakes in the background. <laughs> they can get him to come back. I think that's not happening. Mm. Um, but I don't know. It, it's – I think without the Angels selling, Otani plays the rest of the season. The Angels don't move him, and then he ends up moving on in free agency. That's my anticipation. Yeah, I think that's probably what's going to happen because, you know, it's been – a few seasons here where they haven't even really sniffed the playoffs Moreno sticking around. It's going to be the same old, same old. And I feel like Otani knows and he has this opportunity to explore free agency and all these other teams are going to come after him. And you know, all the numbers that they're throwing around how they, how much they might spend on him. And um, yeah, I think Moreno will be his usual selfish self and not do anything, even if mm -hmm. they're, you know, not in contention, right? People, I think, think they might listen mm. if they're way out of it by like July, you know, early July or something. If they're yeah. like 20 games back, then maybe they just say screw it and, and listen. Mm. But seriously, considering, I think they're going to ask too high, kind of feels Luis Castillo y the asking <laughs> price too high, right? Right. And you're just like, what do you guys want? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to touch on this too, Stacey. Like, where would Otani fit? Let's say the Yankees and Angels did get a, a, a deal done. And let's say Stanton has legs. Um, <laughs> where would Otani fit? I mean, you make him fit. Of course. Obviously. Duh. Obviously, I, I mean, in the rotation, I put him at the two, even if everybody's healthy. Right. Cole Otani, Rodon. Cortez. ALDS. Get me. Like, <laughs> just, just pack your bags for the ALCS. Um <laughs> it's not even close it's not even close it's not even close um you don't even need Nestor you throw Nestor as a long reliever and just let yeah. him sit there for a while um but where would Otani fit in the lineup you think mm. he's batting three in or he's batting yeah he's batting three in Anaheim uh where mm. does he fit do you go LeMahieu Judge Otani do you go in a perfect ideal world, Volpe, Otani, Judge? Ooh. Ooh, that would be amazing. 
because oh. I feel like Vol- Volpe could get on base. Otani could do something behind him. Well, Volpe could get on base. He could steal a base. Otani could do something behind him. And steal takes, a base. <laughs> yeah, that takes the pressure off Judge a little bit. Judge can do something. Um, oh, just thinking about that lineup. The, the, it's 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 mind blowing. Yeah, it would be mind blowing. <laughs> think think in your lineup. I don't think this is how it would shake out. But if you went Otani, Judge, Stanton, Rizzo. Oh my god. Or whatever <laughs> flip flopping of that, like Jesus. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, and anyone who talks about how the uh, the bottom half of the Yankee lineup is a black hole, who would care? Who cares? <laughs> it does not matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're blinded by the top of the lineup and you can't see by the bottom. Who and and also, it, I don't think it really is, especially if you have sneaky guys. Like at this point, a sneaky guy would be Harrison Bader. Right. Right be ridiculous it would mm-hmm. be ridiculous uh <laughs> drop your trades in the comments section here on youtube do you agree with my rubric that i have set up again that rubric is a, a two major leaguers uh hopefully with two years of control at least one of them has two years control a top end prospect and then a middling or a back end prospect that's my rubric um and again i think one of those major leaguers needs to be a bullpen arm for the angels um but let me know what do you think is fair would you be willing to part ways with an Oswald Peraza or God forbid an Anthony Volpe <laughs> to get a couple of months of the greatest player on the planet? Um, let me know this conversation, by the way, broke my heart. Uh, we're going to take a break when we come back. Uh, we have a Giancarlo Stanton injury update. And of course, a preview of the angels and Yankees series. <laughs> So Rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 Major League Baseball teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards and there's no cost to play. MLB game weeks happen twice weekly. They span a three to four day cycle. And at the end of the game week, so rare managers who rank at or near the top of their leaderboards will win a variety of rewards. Could be cards, game tickets, merchandise, VIP experiences. Prizes may vary depending on the competition. Head to SoRare.com slash locked on. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E dot com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. Hey, back here on Lockdown Yankees, our second segment. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day to the everyday listeners out there. Tomorrow, of course, we're recapping game one, which, weirdly enough, I think is going to be the least intriguing matchup of the series uh, with Jose Suarez, who's had a really tough start to the year facing off with Clark Schmidt. We'll have a breakdown of the pitching matchups uh, in our last segment. But first year, Stacey, a Giancarlo Stanton injury update. Who, uh, yeah, out six weeks. Grade two left hamstring strain, but it's Stanton. So six weeks is probably generous. And I would expect it to be more like eight weeks, maybe nine weeks at this point, because it feels like every time he injures something, he'll injure something else while he's recovering from the first injury. So I'm not expecting him back after six weeks. 
which is a bummer because he was off to a great start. Four homers, 11 RBIs. Like he had really been p- pulling his weight. Yeah. And, you know, he hits a double and then he pulls his hamstring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, the good news here is if you're looking for a silver lining, is Bader's close. Uh, yes. Looks like we're going to get Donaldson back this week, too. Um, here, maybe by tomorrow, uh, you get Donaldson back already. So uh, the injuries, they've bitten, they're around. And they keep on biting. The Yankees have really had some tough luck, but they're still playing good ball. They're yeah. still playing good baseball. I mean, yeah. yes, they split this series with with Minnesota, but I mean, but the way it, the way it started <laughs> to take a split, I go, yeah, okay, yeah, careful, yeah. Um, we'll see how they face the the Halos here. Of course, it's a new series, Stacy. So we have a new hot, cold, and heating up for you, Stacy. Who is hot on the Yankees? Anthony Rizzo is hot. He provided the only offense in that horrible game against Minnesota on Thursday night. And I'm noticing at the plate, uh, he's just looking more comfortable. And he had a really good opposite field single the other day that I was impressed by because, you know, a lot of the guys were having issues just constantly pulling the ball. And it was good to see him go the other way. And he just seems so relaxed and he's having a lot of fun and he's at the top of the batting average uh list for the Yankees not that people like to look at batting average but he has surpassed both Judge and Glaber now so it's uh, interesting to see how he's uh improved as every series has gone on and uh yeah you know if he stays healthy knock on wood um I could see him having a a I don't want to say it's a bounce back year from last year but I feel like <laughs> it could be a bounce back year you know more more hits and, you know, the home runs will come, but I feel like he's going to be on base more because he's going to be hitting more with the shift restrictions. Yes. Um, yeah, good to see Rizzo. And, and also, by the way, remember he had that back thing in spring that held him out for like a day or two or whatever, but I haven't heard anything since. Um, so apparently he's back doing great. Uh, <laughs> Stacy, who's cold? Aaron Hicks. Um, it's not completely his fault. You know, he's only had 23 at-bats. He's not playing regularly, but... His batting line is 136, 174, 136, 6. He does not have an extra base hit. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I really feel for this dude. I really do feel for this guy. I do too. Um, he just can't. Well, I mean, it's hard to get something going when you're not playing regularly. And I feel like there's so much pressure on him for when he does actually play that the fans exp- like they want him to do something so badly. And when he doesn't, they just start booing him immediately. And it's just, it's terrible to watch that. I feel really bad for him. Yeah. There's no winning. There's just no, no winning. If you're <laughs> and it's, it sucks to say that. Um, Stacy, who's heating up. This is a good one. <laughs> this is a good one. This one feels good to say. I think Anthony Volpe is heating up. I think getting that home run out of the way kind of helped there you know he raised his average from 130 130 143 to 191 he's getting closer to uh, the interstate there and uh you know i feel like he's getting more comfortable and getting that first home run out of the way i think is really gonna help his confidence and you know he's just a lot of fun to watch when he gets on base and how he tricks pitchers and does things and yeah it's fun yeah i like the way he leads off yeah like not like leads off the game but like leads off of first um yeah he's an intelligent base runner I really, yes really he like is yeah, yeah it's nice to see that because uh whew, the Yankees have had some guys in the past who not that intelligent running the bases and <laughs> you know it's nice to see someone like him doing what he's doing he's he's fun and I feel like you know by May and June it, it, he's he's gonna look a lot different than he looks in April yeah. I can feel it 
Yeah, I feel like uh, he's starting to get, like, like you said, comfortable. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm not so worried. Yeah. Like, like we anticipated. Again, we said the month, the month yeah. thing. That's yeah. still going. That's on. We're still in that it's, month. It's still only April eighteenth. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Um, let us know how you're feeling about Volpe though, uh, thus far. I know the comments are going to be flooded with Shohei trade ideas, but uh, let us know about Volpe too. How you feeling about Volpe? Uh, we're going to take our last break and we come back. Pitching matchups. Three game set starts tonight. Be back in a second. Grand Slams, no-hitters, and double plays are back, and there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. So the pitching matchups for this series between the Yankees and the Angels on Tuesday night, Jose Suarez against Clark Schmidt. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. So Jose Suarez has not been pitching well in Anaheim. Uh, Clark Schmidt uh, is obviously chill trying. He, he's let's see him build off of his last outing. Let, yes. uh, I, I'll go glass half full there. Right. Let's, let's see him build off of that last outing. I, I'm rooting for Clark. I got nothing against the dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm rooting for him. Uh, again, Jose Suarez's year has been a little tough. The Angels will not be throwing Shohei this week. He pitched in the uh, Monday finale, which was a rain soaked finale at Fenway. Um, they played, oh man, they played really bad in Boston. Yeah. They played really bad in Boston. Uh, yeah. It was just, they found Every possible way to lose. They ended up winning on Monday, left the tying run aboard. Whew, man, it was it was a bad game. Um, and it's been it's been bad baseball this week. So we'll see if the Angels can bounce back. Uh Trout and Otani or Trout and Rendon sat on Monday. So we'll they, they should be fresh in theory. They're probably already there um as we're recording this. Yeah. Uh Wednesday, Griffin Canning and Johnny Brito. This um is an interesting matchup to me. Mm. Johnny Brito, Stacy, your thoughts on him heading into his what is now fourth start. Yeah, well, <laughs> start number three was a nightmare for Johnny Brito. But as we spoke about on Friday, there were some positives from the outing, as bad as it was. Um, ball was moving. Yeah, like the ball was moving. And I feel like he'll bounce back. I mean, you know, he might have some issues with some of the hitters on the Angels, but I don't foresee a repeat of Thursday. At least I yeah. hope not. You know, I yeah. feel like he can build off that. Griffin Canning is coming off of his first start of the year, and it was his first start in like two years. Um, wow. He had been out for a very long time, uh, and he looked good. Uh, looks like he may have won a spot in the rotation uh, because of that outing. So we'll see how he does against Judge and company. Um, and then the final matchup, Thursday, the finale, Patrick Sandoval, Nestor Cortez. This is my, this is my biggest one. I'm very okay. excited for this matchup. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the Pablo Lopez Garrett Cole matchup that yes. we were looking forward to in the Minnesota series. Yeah. This is yeah. the same thing. You know, Nestor was the, um, you know, he pitched fine on Friday and then the Yankees bullpen blew it for him. So, um, <laughs> you know, what are you going to do in that situation? He's been great so far this season, not having any issues with the leg that gave him an issue in spring training. And, you know, they've been building him up every start and he's looked like Nestor. It's been fun to watch him. 
Yeah, Patrick Sandoval uh, has been pitching well this season. He pitched very well during the World Baseball Classic for Team Mexico. He was the leader of that staff. Yeah. Um, this could have been a, a World Baseball Classic rematch. Uh, just BT dubs had Nestor not you know, died uh, during <laughs> spring training. Uh, but yeah, so this is going to be good. One. The Thursday one I'm very, very excited for. It, it kind of crescendos the Suarez Schmidt canning burrito yeah yeah it kind of goes end of all cortez yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be an interesting series i'm very curious to see how the angels bounce back uh again they played four games in boston that went from friday to monday yeah weird, weird. yeah one of those and it was by the way like four west coasters that monday game it was delayed because of rain it's supposed to start at 805 a.m <laughs> Yeah, because of the, like, the Marathon so, Day, Patriots Day, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So we, I have uh, a couple. So I have three Twitter accounts that I have notifications on for. One is Angels PR. The uh, one is Yankees PR. And the other is Jose Canseco. Uh, but the uh, Angels PR Twitter account last night literally said, hey, reminder, tomorrow's game is at 8 in the morning. <laughs> That's how early it was like, oh, by the way, don't forget wake up tomorrow um take your headphones to work kind of thing but on sundays you guys if you're if the angels are playing you know on the east coast like a, a one o'clock start o'clock. is still 10 o'clock 10 35 brunch breakfast while yeah. you're watching baseball that's gotta be that. cool yeah but eight o'clock yeah. seems a little crazy eight o'clock is aggressive that's like a it's like waking up to watch an olympic game or something or like cool. watching a soccer match yeah 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 exactly um <laughs> so big series uh for the angels this is kind of prove it right now for the angels how can they stack up against one of the top teams in major league baseball um and i think the yankees need to prove that they are the better team right right because they faltered against minnesota yeah and i mean I they could have won three out of four you know if yes. not for a total choke by the bullpen it wasn't like they got killed in the second game either um they looked a lot better in the second two games but yeah 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 this is a prove it it's a prove it it's a prove it for both teams mm-hmm. uh so stakes will be definitely high here in the middle part of april uh let us know how you're feeling about this series again game one is on tuesday night 705 705 on wednesday and then a 405 matinee on thursday thanks for making us your first listen coming up tomorrow of course we're going to break down the rest of this series we'll break down game one so make sure you hit subscribe and uh if you're on the audio side hop on over to youtube because it's better over here because you get to see our faces and you get to see my really cool shirt by the way i just got this shirt yeah and you get to see steve's dog too it's awesome and you get to see my dog i mean i mean i just want to show off the shirt it's a good shirt Angel of Death. I love it. It's great. Anyway, uh, local artist. Uh, Okay, that's going to do it for us. I'm Steve Granato. I'm Stacey Gatsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.